that's Holly, and that's Brooke, and this is the Macabre Cast. you didn't do the beginning part. And I'm Nikon. You didn't do Hey Gang. <sighs> hey Gang, that's Holly. <laughs> and that's Brooke, and this is the Macabre Cast. And I'm Nikon. Episode 31, and I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Nikon just tried to steal our opening, and then we stole back. Tried to steal our opening, messed it up, I corrected them, and then I fixed it and said it first. Hey, I was perfect, <laughs> except I forgot the hay gang. Yeah, but you can't forget the hay gang. I know. It's the most important part. Yeah. Rude. Because, like, I picture them I think it's as, funny. like, yeah. the macabre gang. Like, that's yeah. what they are. Oh, for, no, for sure. I just think it's funny because that's the part I've tried to steal many times before. <laughs> true, 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 true. There's a million recordings where the part we, be- we cut at the beginning starts with me going, Hey gang, yeah, <laughs> and then and then no one knows what to say after me because <laughs> no, they're like, what? Because you you derail us. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny how when you don't do things the way you always do it, it can be kind of derailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sound like my OCD anxiety issues right now. Mm. <laughs> Crazy, almost uh, like I have uh, to do all my chores in a specific order for a reason. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> Oh dear. It's fine. It's fine. Oh dear. Okay. Well, we're thriving. Yeah, we're back again. Another week. Here we are. 30 minutes later for us. Yeah. I try and say it as if we're living in the same timeline as them. I think it's funny when we we point out the obvious truth. Yeah. (laughs) Which is that we're recording these in the same day. (laughs) It's whatever. It's so much more convenient for Um, us. You guys can fucking do it. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one's going to be telling us like you need to be waiting a week to record again. It ruins the atmosphere. Yeah, no fuck those guys. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't think we have enough people listening to even give us that type of critique, but that's true. Hey. Our small number of fans can still be rude. That's true. If that they wanted to be been, they too. thought you were going to be like, "Hey, don't talk down and like Mm. be not encouraging to yourselves but you were like our small number of fans i was like wow okay <laughs> jesus you know me. it was awesome speaking uh, to our small number of fans uh we love you guys but growing yes small but growing and enthusiastic and Very. also just to be abundantly clear no one's been mean no yeah, actually, we're, we haven't had, like, anything like that. No, I've been, been, been very awesome. supportive. Now I'm going to get nice. hate mail from Daniel or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Asshole. He's, like, a couple weeks behind anyways, so well, it won't be relevant anymore. What a loser. Well, Sorry, Daniel, you're not relevant. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hall's Balls, do you want to tell us about hey. the ghosts? <laughs> yeah. What I figured we, okay. since we brought him up, I may as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're not making that one permanent, that's for sure. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't like saying it. I just thought it was funny. I don't know why he says it. Um, but yes, uh, as mentioned last week, this will be a ghost tale. I'm very excited. I love a ghost story. Yeah. We I, should be doing it on like a spooky night, but it's literally like it's 80 degrees and like sunshiny out. Know. <laughs> it's very weird. You know, the thing is, is that around like the fall and around halloween everyone does ghost stories but we're gonna be different we're gonna do them in the middle of summer because (laughs) as many of you who know me know halloween is a 100 percent 24 7 situation for me i don't know how to live my life without eat sleep breathe halloween halloween yeah i mean also we're hitting that untapped market exactly that's why halloween costumes in january is genius Anyways. 
I yeah. love a good costume party. <laughs> Me too. Um, but the ghost. This will be the ghost of, of Gunukver. Nice. Which uh, I'm going to apologize in advance for my pronunciation of like the names and places in this. I tried to look up pronunciations and I'm doing them as best as I can, but they are Icelandic and the pronunciations are kind of difficult. Um, Understandably. So, I mean, so I will try my best. They heard me attempt in the Yule Lads one, so. Yeah, that's you know. true. We've been here. We're evening it We've out. been here. We've done that. You guys know that we're not experts. Yeah. Moving on. We do our best, <laughs> and that's as good as we can do. Yeah. Um, uh, if you don't like it, um, why are you listening? Sorry. Excuse me? Um, yeah. And, I mean, you know, yeah. as my therapist says, like, perfection isn't the goal. No. So, that's good. Um, but my sources for this time are the Guide to Iceland. Nice. Um, I think I use that website, too. Nice. Uh <laughs> There is a blog called um, Friday Night Folktale that has a little blurb about this one. Uh, Atlas Obscura. Nice. And then thevintagenews.com, which had an article about it. I've used that website, too. Nice. We're starting to... (laughs) All right. We're overlapping sources. We're overlapping a lot. It's Um, fine. (laughs) But, yes. So, for this episode, we... We, not we. I decided. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking um, about. Sometimes I use we as if I am more than one person, but it's just me, and I apologize. Holly, <laughs> um, do you use the royal we? I do use the royal we. It refers to just me. Um, <laughs> I guess it makes one of your nicknames make more sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so this time I decided on a ghost tale from Iceland, mostly because Nikon and I are going to be going to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we're doing like a little trip, and it's on the itinerary, which is gonna be fun. Brooke was invited. Brooke is making like mean faces. I'm not making mean faces. I'm making sad, jealous faces. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can't go, and yeah. I'm very sad. Brooke was invited, but she cannot come. So I did have to look up some some hauntings and like spooky things about Iceland if we're gonna mm-hmm. be going there because. Yeah, I am me, and I, I had to. I did also look up some things for England as well because we're going there as well. And uh, just like there I mean, are so many. To um, me, it's kind of like when I am going anywhere, the first thing I want to know is if I can go on like a ghost tour, yeah. or like a weird something strange, ha- like look at something weird. Yeah. Yeah. If they believe in some sort of weird cryptid, I like, I want to know. It. Yeah. Like, I love local lore. I need to know about Gotta the local Gotta get on, like, lore. the local, local city council website. Yeah. See if they've posted about anything weird. Exactly. See if they have a weird social media account. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite stuff. I love it. Yeah. So we're on the same page about travel. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but this one takes place in Iceland at um, Gunnukver which is a geothermal area named after the ghost that I'll be talking about. Okay. Um, the area has fumaroles, okay. which are an opening near a volcano where hot sulfurous gases come out. Nice. Because I looked it up because I didn't know what yeah. those were. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, uh, explain. <laughs> it also has steam vents and Iceland's largest mud pool, which is 20 meters 
roughly 65 feet across. Wow. Yeah, huge. Cool. Um, The steam. That's a lot of mud. Yeah, lots of mud. (laughs) The steam that comes from Gunakver can be as hot as 570 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Wow. Yeah, super hot. Wow. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, which is also how Iceland has so many, like, um, natural hot springs yeah. is because it's also how Iceland isn't covered in ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also times where there's hot clay that shoots out from the Gunnukver area two to three or two to five meters in the air, which is roughly like six to 15 feet of like hot clay being shot out of the earth, um, which is terrifying that sounds horrifying um and i have some pictures of the area okay just so that you can see what it kind of looks like (gasps) oh it's so pretty yeah i love it and the steam is the you know steam coming from like the steam vents and the fumaroles and stuff you know what it reminds me of in a cursed way Hmm. this by the way this picture is much more pretty but and by much more pretty, I mean it's pretty at all. And the thing I'm going to describe is gross, but it makes me think of the dairy gold steam. It does, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like anytime I see like thick white steam clouds, I'm like dairy mm, gold. the dairy gold factory that smelled like rotten sour cream. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. gross. It, that's just the way it smelled. It. I mean, dairy gold's fine, but uh, uh, I mean, we don't know that. That's true. Um, <laughs> but yes, so. The location, Gunnukbur, is named after a woman whose whose name is uh, Gudrun and Mm -hmm. shortened to Gunna. Nice. Or Guna. Um, And it's part of, like, a written account of folklore in the area by Jan Artesan. And he had like his own little folklore collection. Really? In Iceland, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so the story goes that in um, Kid- Kidkabul, mm-hmm. which is a city yeah. in Iceland, a man who may have been a judge, may have been a lawyer, may have just been a landowner. Okay. Not entirely sure because a bunch of things said different things. Um, but his name was Bilhamur Jansen. He apparently had beef with Gunna. Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. Uh, I just, there wasn't a better way to no, say no, no. it. No, no, no. It's yeah. perfect. I just wasn't, that's not where I thought but you were going. But he apparently had beef with her. Okay. Um, she was born roughly in, four, in 1646. Um and so, and this was when she was an adult in like 1705, 1706-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's like when all of this went down. Um, sh- there are a couple different reasons that people say that he had an issue with Gunna. Um, she was like very disliked by her community because sh- people thought she was a witch. Okay. Oh, I guess that does tend to have that effect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, people said that she always had something brewing in her pot. Um, she liked cooking. Yeah. 
okay. Or, yeah. or so, wanted to make medicine. Yeah. So well, maybe she I just like really witch. liked tea. Yeah. So people, the pot that she was brewing things in also was apparently her only possession. So, you know. Wait, I'm sorry. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. Um, but... What? Okay. One reason people think that he may have had issue with her was because she was a witch. Other sources say that their dispute was because she was a farmer who was working on the on Wilhelmer's estate. Okay. Um, she failed to pay rent one time, and because she failed to pay rent, he took her boiling pot as payment. But the pot was her only property. And so she was, like, extremely pissed off about it. Okay. Yeah. So that's, like, one of the reasons, the other reasons that people were, like, they may have had beef because of, like, a dispute about rent or, like, she wasn't paying something. Like, she owed some sort of debt to him. Clearly, like, some sort of monetary issue. And Mm -hmm. either way, they were beefing and he took her pot. That's, like very those things are very like solid um the pot after i know (laughs) after he took the pot from her um she started (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) that's all i'm gonna be able to think of now as i'm saying this story you're welcome Uh, okay the the bowl the container yeah um <laughs> the cauldron yeah so yeah we can lean into the witch vibe on yes this. okay well it's also cauldrons are just a thing i know but <laughs> it doesn't mean it's, you're a witch i know but it's closely associated this is accurate um i'm only calling my cookware cauldrons, cauldrons from now yeah. on um but after he took her cauldron she got super angry started threatening Wilhelmer. um for and like for taking the cauldron and promised that she would get her revenge oh shit yeah she a bad bitch yeah i love i love i love it when someone's like i'll get get, you i'll get you whether it's it's in this life or the next or something like that yeah get you best yeah i mean it's terrible sometimes but it's it's always good yeah like something stupid like this um, you stole my cauldron. I'll get you if it's the last thing yeah. that I'll do. I mean, honestly, I get it from her perspective. Yeah, Because yeah, totally. I'm like, you're essentially a serf on this man's land. And mm-hmm. he's like, pay up or I'm going to take your cauldron, which is the only thing you own. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, fuck <laughs> off, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Um, but anyways, uh, shortly after she threatened him, and said that he was going to pay for having taken her cauldron. Um, she died. Oh. Uh, Maybe because she didn't have any possessions. Yeah. Maybe because she couldn't like make food for herself yeah. anymore. Well, interesting you say that. Because some sources say that she was so angry with Wilhelmer that she starved herself to death. Or was it... Or that, that she just she could starved not eat to because... Death. Yeah, because he wow. took her property and she couldn't pay rent, which means she was already in financial distress. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Dick. Yeah. Are you just like, Holly's just trying to get me pissed off? Yep. Because uh, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I am on the ghost side in this one. Yeah. And I, I'm I okay like with I'm that. normally on the ghost side. I know. Um, 
So after she had died, they were bringing her coffin to the cemetery. And the pallbearers claimed that suddenly on their way to the cemetery, the coffin became extremely light, as if the body had disappeared. Or the soul left. The soul doesn't weigh anything. No, isn't that a thing that people Souls. used to say though? There's no such thing. That like people because they lose weight af- a bit of weight after oh, they die. Oh, that the soul left. Yeah. And that that's was the true. weight of their soul or whatever. Yeah. That is that is a thing that people would say. Is your soul dummy thick or what? <laughs> oh, baby. Gunna's soul was dummy thick. Apparently. <laughs> that's what I'm getting from this story. Dummy thick. Dummy thick. Yeah. Um people also claimed to hear a whisper saying no need no need deep to dig no plans long to lie hmm. while they were digging her grave interesting yeah yeah so she was like i'm not gonna be staying there for long don't worry about it um that's interesting spooky. yeah um wilhammer actually attended her funeral as well oh. um and then left afterwards and on his way like he was on his way to two different city through the through Skagi, which is like an area near the city. Um, so he was passing through there. The next day, his body was found in Skagi, and his body was bruised and had many broken bones, and oh was like like described as like black and blue all over. Um, Got him. Yeah, yeah. Say, serves him right. Loki. Yeah. Uh, he was then brought to a church in. Okay. In, Sorry. I, when was this? Seventeen oh six. Okay. Yeah, he was then brought to a church in Kitkabul, and um, the minister named Gisli was tasked with staying with his body overnight because everyone thought that Gunnar had killed him from like beyond the grave as a ghost and so they were like this minister needs to guard his body from the ghost um because they thought that she was gonna like come back and try and attack him again even though he was dead um seems like i have a comment yeah seems like you know if he died right yeah and they were beefing and like okay wait let me rephrase this if they were beefing and she's already dead Mm -hmm. and then now he's dead it seems like if they needed to be beefing, like they would be doing it as ghosts. As ghosts, yeah, and not. <laughs> well, unless unless there is like a oh a need for the physical body. I was gonna say though. Another way you could think about it is like, maybe he wouldn't become a ghost because there the whole theory of like you become a ghost if you have unfinished business or yeah. whatever you know. So like, I mean beat up his ghost maybe he wouldn't have a ghost because she would be the one who would was a ghost because she had unfinished business and yeah. was to kill him yeah if you, you believe know. in that i just know that that's a thing yeah um either way everyone thought that her ghost was gonna come and beat him honestly up. good for her um mm-hmm. gisley said the priest gisley said that he had a hard time keeping gunna away from the body actually she kept trying to pull the body away from him which i wasn't able to find out more about what pulling the body away yeah, from I'm him sorry. meant oh, yeah. uh, i would pull, yeah 
Yeah. Please elaborate. Because I'm like, was he holding the body? Like, physically holding it? He's like, hold me. Like, he's, like, he's like spooning I, the body. Yeah. The dead body? <laughs> yeah. Like, wh- I, I just don't understand. Like, was he like sitting on the coffin and the he coffin was, was moving? You know, like what? They were cuddling. <laughs> you know, just snuggled up. Maybe the body. Okay. here. So maybe the body started like floating or like levitating or something Maybe. right and then he went up and was like trying to pull it down yeah. and then they were in like a, a, a tug a tu- of war a tug of war bought corpse tug of war oh no New idea oh no oh, no i hate it tug of war but it's a corpse no the like um fuck what was that show that everybody watched last year that was made in korea that's really good oh, the game squid game the tug of war scene. Oh but, yeah, but a corpse. But was a corpse, a a long centipede version of corpse. Uh, no, 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 no. My imagination is a, is a. It's a dark and hole. scary place. Please save me! <laughs> help! I'm trapped in my own brain. Uh, Please send help. Please help. Please help. Um. Gunna apparently got stronger after this. I love that for her. Yeah, she just kept getting stronger. Um, Boss bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilhelmer's wife, who had survived him, uh, died super suddenly shortly after this, and Gunna was blamed for it. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, it was definitely her. She killed him and his wife. Um, people traveling through Skagi, which is the same area that Wilhelmer's body was found in, mm-hmm. um, would lose their way, like, mysteriously, and some would go insane after traveling through that area. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just like. Just like. No big deal. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Brb, mate. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go go insane a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Cheeky. It, like people also claimed to see Gunna in that area as well, like an apparition. And I mean, okay. Yeah. And eventually, because of all of the like issues around traveling through that area yeah both animals and people started avoiding that that area which to me the animals avoiding it yeah. speaks more to it than the people yeah because yeah. then it feels like instinctual yeah and like yeah yeah but apparently like animals and people refuse to travel through that area yeah. that's very weird yeah mm-hmm. um things eventually got bad enough that two men decided to go ask a minister named Eriker for help. Okay. Um, Seems the- like... Okay. <laughs> I, maybe this isn't an opinion that matters, but I just feel like it seems like they keep going to the same people for, for help. help. And it seems like every time that happens, something bad happens. Yeah. Well, this time, it does help a bit. A bit. Um... So the min- the minister uh, notoriously didn't like to help people with ghost business. What an asshole. Yeah, he was like, mm, not my job. I don't like helping people with ghosts. Wow, what yeah. a jerk. Um, because of that, they decided to bring um, Brennivin, which is an alcohol that... Um, is like a specialty of Iceland's. Okay. It's distilled and fermented grain marsh flavored with caraway. Um, I love caraway. Yeah, it apparently 
like has a slight taste of rye bread and is like super strong. It's 80 proof. And I want to try yeah, it. It's a type of aquavit. Um, <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's intense. But they brought that to the minister because apparently it was also well known that the minister really loved drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Do you think he was just scared of ghosts? Honestly, maybe he had a bad ghost experience and was drinking to forget it. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, maybe he like believed in it and he it was like too much for him. And yeah, that's why he was like drunk all the time. Yeah, God. I don't know. Yeah, the pastor or minister, mm-hmm. apparently just well known for not liking ghosts and for loving drinking. Okay, I you know I mean priorities I, right when for you're like. A minister. Yeah, if you're gonna be known for something, I guess those are okay. God, uh, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but he also ended up giving them some help after getting drunk. Um, they got him drunk enough to where he told them that um, they could trap Gunna. So he gave them a ball of wool. Okay. And told them to have Gunna grab hold of the loose end of the wool. And then they should take the ball to where they wanted to trap Gunna and roll the ball of yarn or wool into the place where Gunna would rest in peace. And it would bring her with it and, like, trap her there. Okay. Yeah. It's strange. Um, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But the two men did follow the, the minister's instructions, like, to the letter. Okay. Um, and they, like, set out their little ball of wool and, like, somehow got her to grab the loose end of it. Um, don't know how. Yeah. Uh, okay. That seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. But she grabbed the loose end of the wool. I'm imagining it, like, when you play with a cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also just love that they follow, like, to the letter. They are not fucking around. No, they're like, we're yeah. getting rid of her. Yeah. She's caused enough mayhem. <laughs> um, but yeah. so she grabbed onto the wool, and they rolled the ball of wool mm-hmm. into um, the into Gunnakver, which the, like, steam vents and, like, mm-hmm. the mud pool. Mm-hmm. Um they rolled it into there, and she was plunged into the mud pool, which has since been named after Gunna, called Gunnakver, or Gunnak's hot, Gunna's hot spring. Oh my god! Yeah, which is that area. Um, since then, since they like trapped her in the mud pool. Okay, then. Um, nobody has been hurt by Gunna anymore. Like that area is fine now, and some people do still say though that when the ball fell into the mud, Gunna grabbed the edge of the pool and is still there, like, half in, half out of the mud pool, like, trying not to fall in. And so, like, every time things happen in Gunnakver that Mm -hmm. are, like, uh, like the clay being shot out of of the mud pool Mm -hmm. into the air or, Mm -hmm. like, uh, in like 2010, they had to shut down the area to tourists and like people visiting because it was like unstable and there were um, like 
issues where the mud pool was like taking over like walkways and the walkways weren't stable anymore yeah so at, every time something like that happens in a gunnock people will say that um gunna is trying to get out of the mud pool that's so fucking cool yeah mm-hmm. i love it yeah so like that's it that's it's a very short ghost story that i have for everyone today i love it but it was very fun <gasps> that's wild i'm also, like speechless. we have to see that yeah i mean it's very out of our way so we probably okay, won't be we able probably to but <laughs> won't see that but that's wild yeah that's amazing yeah and it's super cool because because it's a hot spring and mm-hmm. like well not really a hot spring there's it it's mud but mm-hmm. um a mud spring because there's all the steam vents and fumaroles like when you go there everything is like enveloped in like fog smoke like steam oh my god and so it's like very atmospheric (gasps) like you can definitely imagine like based on all the pictures that i've seen and everything you can definitely imagine like the idea of like there being a ghost like in there somewhere or like like you can't see the opening of the mud yeah. mud pool because of like the steam and stuff so like you can imagine that like Gunna's still like in her ghostly form holding on to the edge of that mud pit like yeah. with the steam around oh my her God. and stuff so <gasps> that's really like that's a really cool visual too yeah. like if you were to go see it oh, that's yeah. really cool yeah and they have like a they have a plaque outside Gunna Kruer that has like Gunna's story on it and that's like so like it's a very like well known like gunna's in the mud pit causing issues again oh, you know shit. they're not again <laughs> yeah old gunna yeah oh my god that's i i love that kind of thing i know i love a good old town lore i know it's so good i love i just love the like ghost story i love that they like essentially like used cat logic on her too yeah okay <laughs> I, that's i've just been picturing it the whole time because at first when you said a ball uh, like a a ball of wool. Yeah. I didn't picture, like, yarn. Yeah. I pictured just, like, a ball of wool. And so then you said, grab the loose end. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then yeah. I, then you you were, like, with the string. And I was like, oh. And I just kept picturing, like, her, like, running after it. Running like, after it. Yeah. I pictured my stupid cat. Running after the ball mm-hmm. of yarn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but apparently it wasn't so much, like, she would run after it, but more, like, she would grab the wool and then they would roll the rest of it into the mud pit, and yeah. as it fell into the mud pit, it would drag her with. Yeah, with it. like event. Yeah, um, which I'm wondering, just like the ghost mechanics of that, but yeah, apparently it worked. Yeah, uh, well, no, yeah. do you know what it is? The guy, his previous experience. This is how they finally got rid of the ghost, and he was like, "We're gonna do it first this time." Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's, I mean, depending on how Christian they are, like, I don't know. But yeah. if you think, like, about witchy things, it could have something to do with, like, there being a significance between the material itself. Yeah. Um, because there is there are a lot of, like, string-related things with paganism Hmm. especially especially with like binding something to something yeah or like cutting that kind of bond so 
that's possible, but mm-hmm. I also don't know because they were like talking to like ministers, so like yeah, I'm I'm not actually sure what type of ministers yeah. they were either. Yeah, like I I don't know a whole lot about Iceland's religious history. I don't either, actually. And I mean, I'm I know that they have like their own history with paganism for right. sure because there's it's like. They also have, like, a long history with, like, Vikings and that sort of, you know. Yeah. So. And, like, the paganism that I'm, like, most familiar with is more, like, Celtic. Yeah. So. I also think it's interesting and, like, unique. Not unique, but, like, kind of unique. Where I'm, like, this is, like, a very prominent folktale like, yeah. and like you could tell because like at Gunnakfer there's a plaque about it you right know? um I mean also the place is named after her yeah and it's named after her but like I think it's interesting that this story is like specifically dated yeah to like 1706 is her like year of death right and like that's I, and it's not yeah. that it's not that long ago, like, yeah. in the history I mean, of Iceland, I know. you know? It's, I, I think about that kind of stuff a lot. I feel like now, just because it's, like, 2023 is, like, such a weird number because I'll talk about, like, the 90s. Yeah. And it's, like, that was 30 years ago. Yeah, which is terrifying. Which is horrifying. Yeah. Um, you know, anyways. I think that's because we're all realizing we're getting closer to 30. Yeah. Which is great. I'm so excited to be 30. 30s are going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be 30. <laughs> 30's a good age. Yeah. Catherine time? Wait, sorry. I cut uh, you I off. Was, I was just about to say that weirdly, like, as I've gotten more comfortable with the idea of being a woman and not fulfilling, like, the weird expectations a society has to have children. Yeah. The, the more comfortable I've gotten with not having children, the more comfortable I've gotten with the idea of aging. Me too. Because, oh, I'm, yeah. because I'm like, I, I don't think I really realized how much. And like, I think that, you know, if, if you like legitimately want to have children and that's like what you want for yourself, that's wonderful. Right. Like more power to you. Yeah. It's just not what I want for myself. Right. But the like more comfortable I've gotten with that it's been very freeing because I'm like I think I had so much fear in in my life and like in my my like plans for my future around like well I have to do this before I have a kid well and (laughs) as women who grew up in and around Christianity I think as well um and also just, like, in a generally, like, very conservative area. Yeah. Because um, Holly and I grew up, for those of you who don't know, like, 20 minutes apart. Um, it's, like, beat into our minds that, like, our bodies as women are a ticking time bomb. Yeah. That, like, wh- that 30... Is scary. In your biological clock for women like you are taught from a young age that that's like 
you're getting too old to start having children. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you have to get everything done before you're 30. Yeah. And the more, like, I, as I've gotten older too, I feel like now I think a lot about how. I think it's insane that anyone, and it's like, totally do what you want. Yeah. Totally do what you want, just to preface this. But just because I've, like, deconstructed that, like, what I was taught. Yeah. It is so insane to me that people get married or have kids before they're 30. Yeah. Yeah. And, like. It's insane to me. I I mean, do what you want, but it's insane. It's crazy to me. I just fully, like, like you were saying, growing up in that like type of environment fully conceptualized my life as being only my own life until I turned 30 and then after that like pretty much it becomes the life of like like my life ends up becoming the life of like a child or like spouse spouse or like it it's no longer my own you it's it's like the from the moment you're born as a woman it's a countdown yeah that's happening until you're 30 and you have to get everything that you want to accomplish in your life done done before you have to fulfill a role that you didn't even fucking sign up for yeah yeah so like as I've been unpacking that as someone who's getting closer to that I (laughs) I'm like I'm not actually like I'm not as scared of it like aging isn't yeah aging isn't like bad when I'm not worried about counting down the days until I don't have autonomy Mm -hmm. anymore like (laughs) and it's it's stressful if you it's stressful both ways yeah if you actually believe that you have to fulfill that role yeah it's equally stressful for women to feel this way (laughs) yeah yeah I just like think that that's also important to acknowledge because like people who actually want those things and have to reconcile those feelings. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that is so painful. And then also to have to deconstruct that and teach yourself that the that there is no timer yeah. counting down. Well, and also just to, like, I think there is, like, a lot of pain involved in deconstructing it and still living it out. Yeah. Because, like, deconstructing it and then still acknowledging and being, like, I still want to have like a child and I still want those things for me right is super valid but mm-hmm. like the pain of like deconstructing it and and like it's like having to like move forward in the same space but with different intentions yeah it's still very difficult it makes me think of like how the bi and like pan community get like ousted by like problematic people yeah who think that they're less gay when they're in a quote-unquote, like, like, heterosexual presenting relationship. Yeah. Um, That's stupid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's ridiculous. Like, someone's identity doesn't, you know. So it just kind of reminds me of that in that way. Where you, yeah, you're having to, like, deconstruct these weird, like, They have to feel, like, those people feel like they have to prove themselves by having dated someone of the same sex or something like that in order to like prove that they're actually gay you know what I mean yeah like same thing it's it's like a fair critique of the feminist like movement yeah of like women shouldn't have to prove themselves in one way or the other Mm -hmm. of like you can have kids or you cannot have kids and Mm -hmm. that is not an issue yeah like (laughs) yeah it's not like one or the other yeah you know because there are people who are like I'm a feminist 
I think that any woman who has kids is bad. And I'm like, that's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. undealt with trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there should be a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yep. Anyways. Uh- <laughs> uh, I've been listening to this podcast that's uh, about the Duggar family and I just keep like thinking about like those pressures lately because they were in I- IBLP, mm. that Christian cult, and I just have been thinking a lot about that kind of stuff. So I'm not surprised that we just got in this very long tangent about it. Yeah, and I've like grown up with that kind of stuff my yeah. entire life. Yeah, and, yeah. But yes, that was a very long tangent off of a ghost story. Yeah, then. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, we got to chat. Yeah. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't ever have shorter episodes where we have the time to chat. Yeah. So. (laughs) Also, if you don't like it, why are you listening to the Yeah, you can shut it off early. That's fine. You have all the control that you want. Yeah. It's all in your hands. We're just screaming into the void. Okay. I almost (laughs) screamed. (laughs) Don't encourage me. Don't Don't encourage me. Don't Um, scream into people's ears, Brooke. There's a stink bug. There is a stink bug in my boot. A little stinker. I hate them. Yeah. Um, But uh, back on topic, uh, if you do like what we're talking about. No, we have to do our cabinet first. Oh, yes. That's right. Our cabinet. What are you putting in your cabinet, Holly? I'm going to put a little ball of wool. Oh, my. I mean, that's the obvious one. I'm going to put... Rude. Okay. I'm going to put, uh, actually, I think there are a couple obvious ones for this one. Um, I think I would put the cauldron. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mekong. Or like a little tiny um, replica of it. I'm going to put the an actual replica of the cauldron full size. Oh. Oh. So not just the cauldron, though? Well, I well because well, I I was imagining in a cabinet you wouldn't be able to fit. An no, entire... I'm gonna devote a whole shelf for the cauldron. Well, I don't it was described as a pot, not a cauldron, so it might be small. Okay, so I will put the actual cauldron then, Nikon. Well, damn. Well, I ca- there's only really two objects in the story. No, you can pick anything you want. It doesn't even have to be in the story. It can be represented. It's gonna of the be story. a little, but a little. Um, specimen jar, but it's just mud. Nice. Nice. I like it. You could get some when you go to ice. I don't think we're going to go there, but we'll see. Uh, Well, I don't think we'll be able to go to Gunnakver because it's a little out of the way, unless we, like, rent a car or something. That's an option. We'll see. Um, but... Uh, but yes, uh, if you liked listening, please rate, review, and subscribe. That would be awesome. And mm-hmm. I'll have some pictures posted. Yes, those will be on the Instagrams where you can see all the pictures of all of the stuff we talk about every week. Uh, our handle on Instagram is the Macabcast Pod, and you can also shoot us an email with suggestions or corrections or your own stories that you want us to tell on the podcast if you would like. That uh, email is themacabcastpod at gmail.com. Great. Thank you. And thank you for listening. And thank you to Nikon for helping us with sound, as always. No problem. And for continually reminding me to talk into my mic. 
Um, yeah, you were struggling today. It's because I'm at like a weird angle, and so I was like, normally looking, you sit on yeah. this side of me. Um, but thank you for that, and thank you to Trainer for the intro outro, and what's in your cabinet? Good night.